welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Berry Season 2, Episode 6, entitled The Truth Has a Ring to It, written by Emily Heller, directed by Alec Berg. I gave this episode an 8 out of 10. I thought it was good for where it is going in the in the story arc. Because it looks like things are gonna start to come to a head for Barry. He's gonna have to start reckoning with his past but you know I had a few chuckles here and there but for the most part it was a little bit of a regression to where we were at the beginning of the season so it felt like everything that led back to this place uh it's a little unfortunate I tried so hard and got so far but in the end before we jump into the review wherever you're listening to this podcast podbean stitcher apple podcast spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback on barry or any other show that i do blackercouch at gmail.com so at a news conference ronnie and loach's deaths are considered a dis domestic dispute not a part of official police business they put up the side-by-side comparison of who who loach's wife left whom for and he's like you get it yeah i get it Diana is with Loach's former partner in the store that he bought her who does not want to go get a drink or watch her softball game nor does she want to find a website for situations like hers to bond about she she just not in the mood Barry has collected all evidence from Loach that could tie himself to the crime and has been hiding the entire time he cuts ties with Fuchs later on in the morning once again uh, in his mind for selling him out wearing a wire. He did warn you to back the fuck off and you weren't listening. I did find it rather galling that Barry would bring up how Gene is a better mentor to him due to him not holding judgment over him due to his war crime by a soldier mind you when he is in fact holding a bigger secret being the fact that he killed his girlfriend and as much as fuchs is a piece of garbage con man that definitely exploits barry he did build a business that employs men like him he knows what he is at his core who also killed out of self-interest and preservation he don't even mention chris like he's decided that that is just like when he even talks about the worst things he's done it's straight back to janice like chris was not even a variable in that equation barry snaps at the idiot that he doesn't have shit without him and he won't have any value to hank whose heroin he wants to get in on he tells him you don't know me and i found that rather 
I don't know. For all that Fuchs is, who he is, I think he has a good idea of who Barry is, which is why he's been able to manipulate him up until this point. Just because you have other desires outside of this, you have to go back to that initial crime. Like, what was it about you seeing that man, looking him dead in the eye, knowing he was not the enemy, and deciding to take your rage out on them anyway? That bespeaks of a thing that has everything to do with Barry and not to do with Fuchs. And I had wanted this show to start exploring that avenue maybe because i'm itching for more of that than just the same particular back and forth that we've got which has been enjoyable don't get me wrong but yeah i want to know a little bit more about barry's psyche because fuchs makes a really great line which is everyone is in is the hero in their own story and you are creating a a story much in the way that sally was gonna lie and tell her story to make her seem more the hero he's already doing so and i'm wondering is there going to be a mental fracture going on there like a psychic split where barry is deluding himself purposely or maybe unconsciously or consciously i don't know because there's a line that Gene says later on in the episode that gives me an indication that he is soaking this in and making conscious moves to disassociate himself from his own responsibilities, particularly when it comes to murdering and, you know, being the person that he is. And we've only seen him do so much, right? Um, the whole killing bad people bit we didn't see any of that but we know the three marks that he's had thus far for the most part haven't been horrible people other than the chechens while doing laundry and mind you he signed up to kill someone for the chechens which is the whole reason why they i mean they reacted like anyone else would if you are paying someone to do a job and then they decide that they're gonna fuck off and not do it in the manner that you had signed them up to do of course there was a comedy of errors but you get my gist while doing laundry hank learns that the burmese are moving out back to the monastery for a upcoming heroin shipment in two days and it's time to set the the best train as they'll ever be chechens loose with hank sticking to his commitment to not involve barry though he does want him to be a part of it even says as much but you have that juxtaposition between fuchs who refuses to let him be versus hank who's like you know what we're gonna throw you a little party we're gonna give you a dance in the desert here's a pen that says the debt is clear a tender moment with hank which is ruined by an accordion player and his chessian son maybrick who now leads his men due to barry pushing him and he thanks him for that they're all like bye barry stay off the 405 also love it because it kind of takes hank off the table like well he didn't really bring you back into killing he was able to allow you to pay back your debt to him in a manner that worked out pretty good for you so it's not that 
hank is responsible for anything that happens with barry which i love because i love hank no matter how much he wants to take out the burmese bitch just because he's jealous sasha saw a horse and that was her defining moment she tells everyone on stage in the city but nobody is taking it seriously which pisses her off when barry shows up to practice sally has rewritten her scene to tell the truth she admits to going to see sam and that she didn't stand up to him and that maybe she was caught up in the cycle of her own reasonings and while it definitely shocks everyone when they do their read through barry tells her to commit to the truth and he will work on being the best sam to her sally even though she's a little skeptical of that fuchs is out for revenge and is out at gene's cabin you done fucked up now is it arrogance on barry's part that he didn't think that this was an option that you would continue to because he did almost the exact same thing with noho hank he just dismissed him said you're an idiot and looked down on him and then just completely forgot that these people have the capacity to ruin everything that he says that he wants on the correct side of like you can't just flip a coin and become a good person or live life and and that's it like that's one of the key things in movies nowadays you have those that get away with it but in a just world even in fiction you do rather no matter how bad your bad guy is either they die doing something redemptive or they die being a bad guy they don't get to have the redemption or moralistic arc they are who they are they might also just be a villain and get away with it but they're never not seen as a villain i think with uh with barry he really wants to take that moniker off of himself but it's it simply doesn't work like that you have to atone and that's my whole thing about redemption and atonement it's like the redemption is always given but the atonement it's it's rather skipped uh so i i i'm not sure why he thought that fuchs would not would not find a way to destroy and he's also in season one he came up into that natalie's and he said hey we do what we do if you don't want this fucked up and you really want to have this fine that's cool but don't don't treat me like i'm a fool jane puts the idea in barry's head that acting isn't the same as portraying the person or doing the evil things that you are uh being or acting out uh one is a horrible person and the other is not so tap into the worst thing that you ever did which is a toss-up now between moss and what happened at corangal sally hones her script while fuchs screams from fear and night in the wilderness i'm not sure if i'm supposed to laugh because he was going <laughs> and then he fell down i'm like i don't like this whole thing and he had the army fatigues on i don't i didn't care for that scene those scenes at all they could have just shown him at the cabin and then him finding the car and i would have been fine uh the dress rehearsal once again always has me laughing with the background characters because they're reenacting 
the twin situation with natalie where her other one died in the wound why would god allow this to happen jermaine I, I i don't know i want to break free i think my most laugh out loud moments were from the background scenes the one in the beginning where he was like yeah i get it and that i don't know had me had me dying barry is able to tap into moss's murder including where he shot her which you know it's really sad to see for the scene with sally which makes her happy of course because barry acting good inspires her own talent there's a codependency there maybe Lindsay, her agent shows up and is impressed by what she is working on wants to bring her in to uh, the other guys because they can market this natalie tries to get herself an introduction but not really fuchs finds moss's car which i'm sure has her dead body in it at the restaurant la luna's gene orders the chicken a la king and finally has the courage to remove the glass that he has for janice has it taken away but lurking in the shadows at this moment is fuchs i'm about to end this man's whole career i do wonder if he's going to use this information to uh just fuck with gene or is he actually going to tell him that barry did it has he really crossed that much of a line between them because we thought that they were totally on the outs before but all it took was one conversation particularly barry softening for fuchs to back off but this is also a pattern for fuchs he went to uh to the head chachin before after he took the money and he tried to have him killed he tried to to turn on him as soon as he he could he said he did it for us but in a way i mean you two are connected you would love to disassociate yourself from this man but it's too late now it is way too late now but i also know that there's another season and another one after that so clearly he's not just gonna be in jail uh so something's gotta give something's gotta happen where where uh where this this uh ticking time bomb of a truth how is that going to like are they just gonna find her body but maybe it doesn't become known that barry killed her that's gotta be or it could be turned on fuchs and barry ends up setting up fuchs for the murder that would solve a lot of his problems oh yeah the last scene noho hank got sold out by kazam got sold out by fucking kazam he uh he, he did not like being cursed out and so just as he got his like black <laughs> military outfit on there's crystal ball and the burmese mafia chick and they are not pleased and he's punched in the face and i don't know how hank is gonna get out of this and i want him to once again blackercouch at gmail.com until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.